jelly brown one side and burnt to a crisp on the other. Oh, it drives me mad. Fresh from the uneven toaster of life. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Good morning, happy Monday. I'm Alex, that is Matt's, and this is a breakfast you can eat with your ears whenever you please. How are you, Matty? Yeah. Good weekend? Uh, I'm good. I'm uh, giving a little thought to uh, thought and prayer to a few tennis players who are stuck right now in hotel quarantine. That being all across the news, across the weekend, Australian Open players coming to Australia and hmm. uh, having to quarantine for 14 days based on... People infected with COVID on their flights. Yeah, people, everyone got a test before they got on. Everyone tested negative. They got on, as these things do, incubation periods. Um, the positive tests come through on landing, everyone in for 14 days. And the tennis players, they're not happy about it. A lot of people no. saying they're, you know, they're complaining a little bit too much. I mean, it's serious stuff. Australia's done so well. We want to keep it out and take it seriously. People are like, why are we even putting on the Australian Open? But, yeah, the tennis player's getting a bad rap because I, I mean, I've never seen a tennis player chuck a tantrum. They're always very reasonable, <laughs> level-headed people. <laughs> never argue with the refs. Um, so, look, I think we're going to give him a big all-day breakfast uh, violation on this one. That's, I'm sorry. Love 15. Um, we uh, we have a great show for you. We're going to go, go into a little bit of nostalgia, Alex Dyson, uh, looking back on some of our favourite uh, childhood memories yes. um, when it comes to winning things. Matt O'Kai, it is, you know, he comes off as a, you know, comedian, a bit of a knockabout bloke, that kind of thing. But on, he, on your weekend, Matt O'Kai, you conducted some scientific research. And so we're going to yep. get into a moment. We've got Cliff Fish with producer Brian. It should be fun. Hope you're well. This is All Day Breakfast. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Now, Matt, we are coming up to the inauguration of Joe Biden this week. Uh, the 20th American time is when that happens. A lot of stuff going on. Donald Trump saying he's going to launch a quite a, um, a regal goodbye party for himself to take a bit of the attention away from it. Uh, just put on his own party. Um, to say goodbye, you know, 12-gun to salute, that sort of thing. Oh, okay. You ever At put his a, house or you ever put, I think so. Do you ever put on a rival party? <laughs> no, I didn't. But remember when I thought when I was leaving the video store that I worked at and my last shift, they put me on a Monday and I never worked on a Monday, so I thought it must have been a, a plan that they were holding some sort of surprise party and then, um, <laughs> and then I just came to the end of my shift. All alone in Taringa. <laughs> I tell you what, never has there been a better analogy for Donald Trump leaving office. At the Taringa video easy with no one showing up. But um, people are still angry. You know, he, he uh, inflamed it for a long time. Uh, officers in Washington over the weekend arrested a Virginia man who tried to pass through a Capitol Police checkpoint carrying fake inaugural credentials and a loaded handgun with more than 500 rounds of ammunition. Whoa. So there's still people out there taking it quite seriously. Um, there's also a lot of the people who did storm the Capitol uh, the other week who are getting rounded up now from the from the videos and stuff because, you know, alongside people who, I, you know, who did do people harm and potentially other people who intended to do harm to people who were there, it seemed as if there were people who were just absolutely joyriding it, well, including I mean- Jenna Ryan, a real estate agent broker from Frisco, Texas, who took a private plane to Washington, D.C. last week. Uh, she's joined those charged over the pro-Trump riots um, where she um, rocked up, went in there, and then as well as streaming it live on Facebook and saying things like life or death, it doesn't matter, here we go. She also added, you'll know who to hire for, hire for your realtor, Jenna Ryan, for your realtor. <laughs> <laughs> so I once mean, you do that, I've the F- FBI people... sees that and goes, 
Well, you've said we're going to go till death. You also told us who you are and your profession. You're arrested. Now she wants a pardon from Donald Trump saying, he told us to go there. And he's like trying to get out of being impeached because he's like, I didn't tell him to go in there. So um, anyway, it's a pretty tough situation. And so, Quite a hell of an inspection that the real estate agent did on the, white, on the <laughs> Capitol building, isn't it? Just a few people going through that inspection. Um. That is one hell of an open home. You're saying there. But the, like the full, it's going to be all across this week. Who knows what is going to happen in this situation? But, um, you know, news is coming through so quickly that it's very difficult to, you know, to ab- absolutely get a grasp on the truth. And that is why uh, I found a correction in the CNN politics story the other week. Uh, mm. Quite funny because... <laughs> Uh, They had to make a correction to an article talking about Senator Ted Cruz, who's come under a lot of criticism because even after the Capitol was stormed, you know, deaths were happening. There were shots fired. They went. He went back and continued to put in a bit of a protest for the uh, for the votes that have come through in direct um, retaliation to um, this information that Donald Trump and the Republican Party have put out there, which no one's found any evidence of yet. And uh, so he's got a lot of criticism, and he was criticised in this article because uh, the story stated that uh, Senator Cruz was seen wearing a pin featuring a QAnon symbol. Okay, now this is this conspiracy theory where some dude on 4chan said, I know the truth. And I think from my rudimentary understanding of it, they think Donald Trump's the saviour, saving us from the deep state. I thought that QAnon were also saying that Joe Biden was the son... No, it was actually JFK Jr. Yeah, there's there's many different branches to this. Uh, well, hell this of a website, shrub. isn't it? Yeah. What, where is it? Where do I find QAnon? How do I? How do I, <laughs> I just? Don't know. I don't know. I really just Q. want to know what they're saying. That's uh, all. I don't think you do. Anyway, <laughs> there has been some politicians who have totally backed it. There's mugs in the back of things, QAnon mugs. But anyway, this CNN story quoted that, uh, or, you know, said that Ted Cruz was seen wearing a pin featuring QAnon symbol. But they were forced to print this correction, and it says. This. CNN Politics. Correction. A previous version of this story misstated that Senator Ted Cruz was seen wearing a pin featuring a QAnon symbol. It was later discovered that this was not a QAnon pin, but a Dorito snack chip stuck to his suit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Just a little corner of nacho cheese just on yeah. the suit. We've all been there, Ted. Oh, Ted. We, we have all. Usually we're horizontal on a couch on a Sunday <laughs> when we get the old corn chips stuck on the lapel. But um, someone's wow. seen this uh, scene. He's like, oh, my God, he's in on the conspiracy. This is it. Oh, no. Just a little bit of nacho cheese. Not sure if there was any salsa involved, whether he was eating that in the Senate. But a uh, bit of a correction there. Um, Woods was- when was he eating the chips, by the way? Was this during the whole, like, <laughs> overthrow, the, the whole storming of the Capitol? Probably through some sort of filibuster <laughs> or, I don't know, something like that. But it did relative- another case of mistaken identity recently, um, yeah. Woods, I was on the phone to Woods, who was in Townsville. She was saying, like, oh, my God, there's this massive, you know, bird in this tree. It's like some sort of Ibis toucan sort of thing. I wonder what it is. After dad is a park ranger, like, yeah, I don't know. This seems like a large, large-ish macaw kind of thing. Got a bit closer. Rotting jackfruit in the tree. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite the bird of paradise. Yeah, they spent half an hour looking at this bird. Just like, oh man, is it sleeping? What is this here? (laughs) Rock up. Rotting jackfruit. So anyway, let us know. Mistaken identity. Um, what have you? What have you seen? You thought it was something. 
You know, it could have been. No, uh, no, no. Okay, uh, so last week we did who haven't you met. So true. what what didn't you see? <laughs> Let's do that this time. What did you not see? All right, there's the talk back. Matt.ad.alex on Instagram. You know what to do. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Alex Dyson, I was enjoying a ice cream with uh, my daughter, Sophia. Um, what, sharing yeah. one with your daughter? Well, we both had one each, just little oh, okay. ones. And uh, it was a hot day over the weekend and got down to the very end of the ice cream. I mean, I was a lot cleaner than her. She just had it everywhere. It was absolutely disgraceful. Chocolate chocolate ice cream running all uh, down her chin, all down her arm and everything. But we doing, got to the end Doing of a the- real Ted Cruz, dripping it, dripping it everywhere. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I was like, are you... Are you part of QAnon, <laughs> Sophia? Oh, that's chocolate ice cream on your chin. Yeah. I thought you were, I thought you were the V for Vendetta person, but it's actually a little ice cream goatee. <laughs> um, what's the name of that V for Guy Vendetta? Fawkes. Guy Fawkes. It's Guy Fawkes. Fawkes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I would love it if it came out that Sophia was going to try and blow up the, the British Parliament. No, oh we don't goodness. even joke about that, mate. Don't even joke about that. Um, so, so yeah. Look, she got down to the end of her ice cream, and we both did. And they had little words on the little on the on the little sticks, little ice cream yeah. sticks. And it just got me thinking sentimentally. This is where this is going, by the way. Remember the uh, remember the paddle pop liquor prize. Oh, you line up those sticks. <laughs> yeah, right. And you are copping some sweet, some sweet prize. Possible wins. Well, it made me just suddenly go in inside myself and remember the nostalgia mm. of the snack food giveaway, right? The competitions. I right? defy you to come up with a better <laughs> day in your life. <laughs> I already know than- what you're saying. I know you got you got something back to back. Well, you you cop the f- the free bars bar, <laughs> yes. and the bars bar that you get, another winner, another free, and you go. Oh, oh, you think you think getting that g- green tsunami of traffic lights is good? Try getting yourself a brown tsunami. Well, that's the thing. I put it out there on Instagram on Twitter. I thought, you know what? I thought about all the ones that I enjoyed over the years that that, that are etched into my brain. Yep. I barely know my partners. Phone number, right? <laughs> Been together five years, but I know all of these Had competitions together. That, that I used to, that I used to, um, you know, love as a child. So the, I put it out there on, on Twitter. What was your favourite two thousands snack food promotion? Okay, <laughs> here are the four. And and I'm going to give you full headline here, uh, full full clickbait mm. headline. The results may shock you. <laughs> all right. All right. What is Australia's favourite 2000s okay, snack food so promotion? I got my four ones, all right? Yep. Um, and I'm going to get Marshy and, and Bron here as well so we can discuss what you guys all think right. is the favourite. But, uh, okay, the first one, Paddle Pop Liquor Prize, all right, where, yep. you know, you line up three or four sticks and they all make a little picture and you win that picture or you get a free Paddle Pop. Did you win Second anything one, on them, by the way? I, I've won free paddle pops. Yeah, it's pretty, very difficult to get the BMX. Yeah, <laughs> we had we had them all at home, just lined up. Never a winner. <laughs> Never a winner. Just these stinky sticks in the kitchen. <laughs> Probably eighteen months they sat there. Don't know how that um, that promotion went. McDonald's for. Monopoly was another one. Now that yeah. that was a biggie. That was a very big one as well. Again, everyone got you know Paul Mall. <laughs> no one's getting Northumberland. I right? swear. That I, 
because I don't I didn't really get involved in that one, but I swear I went one time, got the Mayfair or the Park Lane, but the one that no one would get, and they're like, that's the one that's rare. And I'm like, I just threw it in the bin. So no, I should have yeah. won. No, that's a lie. <laughs> My claim um, the to next fame. one was Mars Bars, one in six wins. Mm. Remember that? That was a winner. And then do you remember Dr. Pepper, one in two wins? What? How does that? How is that a business model? <laughs> <laughs> Marcy, do you remember the Dr. Pepper one? I don't two remember wins? the Dr. Pepper one. Oh, man. I mean, how bad is your product if you literally are just giving away oh. free ones with every two? You know, you know, probably the, the worst one I remember actually at our school. Um, the the Coke bottles, you take twenty labels. Ah, mm. uh, yes. And then you could use the twenty labels and sixty dollars to buy a, a Motorola <laughs> phone, <laughs> a dodgy phone. <laughs> I just remember one kid going around trying to sell like ten labels to get people along the way. It's like. You're just selling garbage at this point. <laughs> <laughs> just selling remember, paper. <laughs> speaking of labels, I remember collect. Well, there, there is no label on the tin, so now I'm starting to think how did you have to do it? It was Milo. Mm. Yeah, there's yeah. a label on a Milo tin. Is there or is it yeah. printed on the tin? No, nah, yeah. there'd be a label. Okay. Anyway, you had to send in the labels. <laughs> and I remember now I look back on it and I go, why did I bother? Because what I got in return was a bright green Milo tracksuit. <laughs> what do you mean, why did you bother? I know why you bought a bright green tracksuit <laughs> matching top yeah. and bottom. Mint as, man. <laughs> so they're saying, look, if you pay us lots of money and buy extra cans of Milo, you can we'll be let a you be a human billboard for <laughs> yeah. us as well. Yeah, Congratulations. You can be a walking Gumby character. Yeah, well, like, those those ones, are, those promotions are sort of that sort of gambling risk, you know, ch- lucky lucky dip. What about the ones, and I'm going to move into cereal territory here, that just gave you a sweet, sweet prize, and I'm talking, and people know what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the Nutri-Grain with the Age of Empires on it. Why? <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Uncle that Toby's home. with the... Uh, Full game, <laughs> you get the Age of Empires, you play that to your heart's content. Absolutely brilliant. Not only that, I'm pretty sure, same cereal, Andrew G's Music Maker, right? (laughs) (laughs) CD-ROM, the first piece of music software used by one Harley Stretton, a.k.a. Flume. So if you want to talk about promotions that have helped the world. (laughs) When he's driving his Tesla around, it's all thanks to Andrew G's Music Maker. So Marshy and Bron jump on. Which of these, okay, I said Paddle Pop, Liquor Prize, McDonald's Monopoly, Mars Bars 1 and 6, Dr Pepper 1 and 2. I want you to think about who the winner is, but I'm going to tell you, uh, a couple of people, what people said on uh, online. So Hirsch Hirsch said, I want a Coke label prize hi-fi stereo when I was eight, except I live in a rural town, so the competition had been finished for two years by that stage. <laughs> 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 um, wanted a car for my 18th, so I earnestly entered the eat three packets of Tim Tams and try and win a car competition. Uh, I did not win, and my formal dress also didn't fit. Um, <laughs> Fruity Roberts says, I won five Mars bars in a row, had Nougat coming out my wazoo. And Stuart the Brown Ives, Tsunami, there you go. Stuart Ives I says, mean, I, uh, yeah. my mates and I desperately wanted the bike on the Paddle Pop Liquor Prize. We go to the local deli, buy heaps, even banana Paddle Pops, which was no one's favourite. The way it worked was each stick had a letter. You need to spell out the word bike or whatever. Anyway, they had all of them. And eventually got the final E that they needed, but it was three months after the competition closed and they couldn't get it. So 
Knowing all that, um, little side notes there, what do you guys reckon was the winner out of most favourite Paddle Pop Liquor Prize, McDonald's Monopoly, Mars Bar 1 in 6, or Dr Pepper 1 in 2? Surely Monopoly. Uh, no, I'm going Mars Bar because well, that dominated our school canteen for years. Oh, man, because remember you could hold up the Mars Bar to the light <laughs> and see <laughs> see through. To, like, there was an angle that you could see that it was an instant winner. Yeah. I mean, te- someone on Twitter was saying that's technically fraud, but that's that's whatever. Well, you know speaking what I mean? of technically fraud, what about, wasn't the wasn't yeah, there a family rigging, rigging the Monopoly for In America, years? And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that's it. And actually, you were talking about people who mistaken identities earlier. Um, Peter Dutton, remember the uh, mm-hmm. the African American guy who thought, who everyone thought that he was Peter Dutton, our politician, Peter Dutton on I Twitter. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, well, this guy got Peter Dutton got mistaken for our Peter Dutton in the states. Anyway, we we started following each other. He he um, <laughs> messaged on Twitter and said, "Definitely Monopoly," but the documentary proved I was never as close to a million as I thought. So all that <laughs> considered, the actual winner, with a majority of fifty nine percent of the vote from my Twitter users, goes to Paddle Pop Liquor Prize. Well done to go. them. There we go. Um, so let, brilliant get, stuff. Get in touch with us if you've got a uh, a. Snack food school competition story. <laughs> what, are we getting too specific here? <laughs> Tell us your snack food competition story. At right. Matt.n.alex on Perfect. Instagram. Perfect. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Click, click, click. Click, click, click. Clickfish. Clickfish. With producer Bron. Yes, I've been restraining my index finger all weekend to try and avoid clicking on a few articles that may seem tempting, but are not pushing humanity in the right direction. Luckily, we have someone who does it for all of us here. It's our producer Bron. G'day, Bron. Hello. Oh, I was hell trigger happy this weekend. <laughs> Were you? I, I clicked a lot. <laughs> my... Sending bloody Morse code to the allies. <laughs> my cheeks are quite tender from the hooks that have pierced them well and truly. I took a lot of bait this weekend. So, Bron, um, well, I may I may be able to jump into some of these, but hopefully you, you deep dive deeper than I could ever go. Well, did you click on anything about a certain army hammer? Whoa, did I? <laughs> What's, what army hammer? <laughs> I didn't want to, and then I did. Yeah. What's the headline, Brom? So the headline is, is army hammer a cannibal? This is from the Sydney Morning Herald. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard general senses of this, but I didn't click on anything. What, what, are, what are we missing here, Bron? So Army Hammer is an American actor. He was in the film Call Me By Your Name um, with Timothy Chalamet and The Social Network. Um, so he allegedly has cannibal fetishes, um, which he, of course, has come out and denied, but, you know, the proof is, to me, undeniable. Is in the human pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, so, look, I mean, is it... Look, even if he wants to eat people, assuming he doesn't, what's the big deal? About being a cannibal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, headline of head no. title of the podcast. What's the big deal about being a pack cannibal? Well, I mean, as long as he doesn't actually eat anyone, he can think whatever the hell he wants. So, but what is he? What is he actually done that is the problem? That's what I. That's what I'd like you to, to talk about because I um, 
you know, I think I know, but um, but you go. <laughs> so explicit messages have come out, which have been shared by a user at House of Effie. And after she brought these allegations forward, heaps of other women came out as well and started um, publicising their DMs. So he said such thing as, thinking of holding your heart in my hand and controlling it when it beats... I want to eat you. Um, things about wanting to barbecue someone's ribs. This one is quite incriminating. I am 100% a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. It's difficult to defend anyone in that situation. <clears throat> I mean, oh, he, but, but no. also, I mean, the, the actual problem is as well, it, it, it comes across quite um, not in a... Nice way. No, so he's it's detailing. Not in a nice, cannibalistic way, you mean? <laughs> no. It's not in a well. You know, you could say, "Ooh, I want to nibble on your, you know, elbows or You're something," so, and that so might be cute a little I bit. could gobble you up. <laughs> yeah, so instead exactly. of that, it's it's exactly. I am one hundred percent a cannibal, <laughs> and I want to barbecue your ribs. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit heavy on the mustard. Yeah. So he has come out. Of course, he's denied this. Um, but his ex-wife has actually said, um, allegedly, that she's sickened about it and she believes the women coming forward. Right, so um, never had any experiences herself. She hasn't said anything about that yet. She and didn't say very glowing things about him, to be completely honest. No. Yeah. And In then, fact, a lot of the people aren't saying very glowing things at all. At all. No. Mm. He has claimed to have stepped down himself from um, his latest role with J-Lo, which was a comedy called Shotgun Wedding. Yeah. Um, so he's saying that he's stepping down because he doesn't want to leave his family at this time. But it's rumoured that the um, the film company has actually, you know, forcibly <laughs> made that happen. Well, so. you know why? Because they couldn't cater the production <laughs> to meet his needs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <laughs> it, is, it is such a... Um, such an outlandish story that yeah, it is. It's quite funny to talk about, but I think yeah, you, the experiences people had were really were not good, even yeah, in the, the worlds of all you the know, jokes aside, of, of, of quite kink, problematic kinks, which you know anyone can have. But um, yeah, the way that you apply them to relationships in real real relationships with people is pretty no good. So uh, bar to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, take that, army. Take that. Bar. bar. <laughs> Are you like some 1700s lord or something? Ma! Well, speaking it's of 1700... Like the, the knights who say ni, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay. No problem. Yep. Speaking of 1700, um, back in the day, so this headline is, what are sea shanties and why are they going viral online? That's from ABC. Have you guys... Pirate songs and they're awesome. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been seeing all these sea shanties coming into the mainstream? No. What's no. been happening? So people on the internet are currently obsessed with sea shanties. Um, it's gone viral on TikTok. Here is a song that went absolutely bananas online. Um, it's a song called The Wellerman. The ship that put to sea, the name of the ship was a belly of tea. The winds blew up her bow, dipped down below my belly boys blow. Soon may the woman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. Why is this gone? What? Why? So a Scottish singer, Nathan Evans, um, he posted a video of himself singing this and then other people have just duetted themselves singing along as well. The annoying thing is it is so catchy. <laughs> oh, my God, Bron, my how many hours weekend. did you spend on TikTok uh, listening to this? <laughs> I don't want to go into it. <laughs>
Yeah, I mean, the OG, of course, we're talking Drunken Sailor. Like, yeah. Everyone knows Drunken Sailor is a banger. Okay, so uh, is it is this an old song or have they come up with this modern sea shanty? No, this is an old song. It's just yeah. come back. Um, but some people have been doing this for years where they go to bars, where they have events where you just sing sea shanties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looks pretty good. I mean, I've got my friends in a, in a band called Lagerstein, and they just do, um, like, they're a pirate band. And this is all the stuff they do, but it's quite heavy. Mm. If, if you've never heard of the band Trolldhogan as well, I could recommend it. They, I would say they have some shanty tendencies. <laughs> but all anyway. Right, so what else have you been clicking on, Bron? Uh, so this is the Me last matey. one. <laughs> <laughs> It better be good lest we make you walk the plank. So this is from news.com. The headline is stupid holiday mistake we've all made. What do you think it is? Uh, oh. Why? I didn't, check, I why didn't click this on this one. News? Is this news? Really? Holiday, holiday mistake holiday we all your, make. Yeah. Going on a holiday with your ex. <laughs> Have you made that mistake, Matt? Yes, I did. <laughs> um... <laughs> Not packing enough under. Oh, well, remember when I had a mad, mad bender and then I woke up in, in, in Byron Bay and I'd only packed like a t shirt, nothing else? <laughs> that was a bit of a mistake. I don't know if we've all made that mistake <laughs> of, of waking up in our destination. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Bron? What have we what have we gone with? It's not using enough sunscreen. Oh my oh. god! That's just a daily mistake, a, isn't it? It is. How did a poor journalist feel <laughs> about a whole new story so with this? The only line that really stuck out to me, like of course everyone should be using sunscreen every day, blah mm. blah blah, you know, UV rays are not great. Also, best anti-aging cream there is. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. But the, apparently the Australian guidelines state that you need to use one teaspoon of sunscreen per limb, which I just thought was a random measurement. <laughs> a teaspoon of limb. Mm. Is is a torso equal two limbs? And is a face half a limb? Like, how do you... I don't know. Well, that's no why it's confusing people are forgetting. I, I've never packed a teaspoon. Of course you're going to forget to sunscreen if you don't bring the teaspoon along. Jeez. The one holiday mistake all Australians make. That's that's what it is. Don't pack your teaspoon. Um, All right. (laughs) Thanks for that, Bron. And uh, remember to lather up, especially when you're on them high seas. (laughs) (laughs) Slow day breakfast. Now, Matt, I remember you asked me last year, okay, you asked me, Alex, when's the last time you bought clothes? <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Because, I mean, have you bought, have you, did you buy some? Oh, you bought the jacket. I did buy the jacket. You're Hot right. jacket, how'd it go? It's, it's going all right. It's summer now, so I don't really need to wear it at all. Um, but it's around. <laughs> um, it's, it's there. Did uh, you buy something else? Well, that's, that's it. I... I I attempted to, okay. Ooh. My at home in the in the bull. Dad says, "Oh, do you want to go down to this shop? I've uh, saw some things in the in the little magazines they deliver, deliver, deliver around to the house. Let's see see what they've got." So we wandered down together, go in, and it is summer, and I'm like, uh, my my short selection is a lot of running shorts, 
not too much stuff you can wear down the club. Yeah. You know, I you know. You, <laughs> you know I like shorts in the, in the club, man. You know I like shorts in the we club. We once went to the Gold Coast. <laughs> And couldn't get into the club because you were wearing shorts. And well, we're like, it's well, we'll the just Gold go- Coast, people. <laughs> we'll just go Who home. Packs pants to we the Gold were- Coast. We were like, we'll just go home and get you in some pants. You said I didn't pack any. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't pack a single pair of pants? It's the on Gold a whole Coast. Trip? Are you kidding me? Of course I didn't pack pants. <laughs> it was January on the Gold Coast. I'm not an idiot. Anyway, wasn't allowed in the club. But also, I, I look. I just don't picture your dad being the the sort of person that you know would be the person that you would take clothes shopping. Like, wouldn't no, you want to take me L? down? I wasn't. I wasn't clothes shopping. I was accompanying him. Right. Oh, but when you were going to be his style gauge. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was accompanying him. So I'm just standing around while he's doing his thing, and I'm seeing some shorts. I'm like, ah, oh, was there a montage? There was. I gave him the thumbs up. I gave him the thumbs down. I, I held my nose at one point to intimate how much it stunk. <laughs> but I like saw some shorts. I'm like, okay, maybe I should get some. Grab them. Go into the um, go into the thing. Try them on. They're okay. Bring them out. Buy them. Done. Okay. When Alex mm-hmm. Dyson does shop, and it's once in a blue moon, he's efficient. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get home next next day. Next day. Um. Dad comes in, he's like, oh, I saw, I saw the price on those shorts, right? And they were, they were, when I bought them, bought them $50, 30% off, 35 bucks. Oh, bargain. Okay. 35 bucks. He goes, no, too much, too much. Give me the, I'm, sure, I'm taking them back. What? I'm taking the shorts back. What, are you kidding me? You've, I've got some in the other them. room. <laughs> I, I purchased no, them. no, 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 sorry. So, Has he done, so, he, you know what he's done? He's literally done the, <laughs> you... We don't need a Big Mac. We've got hamburgers yeah. at home. Kind of Literally. Thing. So he takes them back, gets a refund on them, no. then disappears into the other room for a moment, brings out five pairs of shorts that he's picked up in his various travels when he sees something. They ranged in price from 2 to $15. <laughs> and he's like, what are you, 32 32 Yeah, try, try one of these. So, so now... So I just wanted to give you an update. I tried. I tried to shop. It didn't work. Anyway, that's the latest update in Alex Dyson goes shopping. Well, you're looking sharp now, my man. You're looking very sharp. Thanks, brother. All day breakfast. With a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. Yeah, that brings us to the end of another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope we started your week off well. And uh, we're looking forward to a couple of a uh, couple more fun shows in the next few days. Yeah, thank you to you if you are currently a tennis player in quarantine listening to this podcast to get you through your 14 days. Matt has a quite a bit of sympathy for you off air. He says, I'm with them. I don't know how it could have done, been done better, but they should have. <laughs> I don't know, mate. You'd think some mad hotel with a tennis court, right, could have just been hired out by the whole Australian Open and everyone just goes in there and they use the tennis court for one hour per day or something. I don't know, mm. but I, I'm just a single guy who did an acting degree, all right? (laughs) I can't solve the world's pandemic problems. Yeah, you're too busy uh, solving uh, the riddle that has plagued us all. What is the best mid-2000s snack? (laughs) 
promotion. Uh, but we're going to get out of here. We're going to catch you for another all-day breakfast tomorrow. Uh, before we do, we thought we'd leave you with this uh, audio message we got from Denzel, who uh, was prompted to send us a message after hearing the uh, show last week in which we discussed what have your parents thrown out? Uh, so we're going to leave you with that today. Or in this case, it's what didn't they throw out? This is Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. Bye-bye. We'll see you tomorrow. G'day, fellas. So um, the story this morning, what are your parents throwing out, got me thinking. Uh, over Christmas, my older brother and I went home. And while we were up there, we are helping the old man clean out his stuff because he's got tons of stuff, bit of a hoarder. And um, he just had this random filing cabinet. And we're like... Oh boy, you know, where, where's this from? And he's like, oh, it's from work, mate. And he's a miner by trade. So we're like, oh yeah, there could be some secrets in here. Let's have a look. And uh, we crack it open. First drawer, nothing. Second drawer, a couple of quit smoking books. Third drawer, a couple of um, regs and safety manuals. All right, no worries. Fourth drawer, locked. All right, well, what's going on here? Find the keys, crack her open. You would not believe it. The entire thing, I swear to you, about 10 kilos of vintage penthouse magazines. Absolutely unreal. Didn't check if they were spoiled, but uh, oh boys, what a collection. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.